Welcome to Chess Talk, where we play chess and talk. That's it. I'm your host, Eddie, and unfortunately, there is no Cody today. For the first time in Chess Talk history, there is no Cody. And he always makes fun of me for missing episodes. But guess what, Cody? You missed your very first episode. But it's not his fault, though. He just got a job. I think he mentioned it briefly on the last uh, episode. He's going to be working a lot of nights during the week, which is usually when we record. So we're going to have to reschedule ourselves, and we'll get him back on for the next episode. But however, I'm not alone on this podcast. Thank goodness I have with me who other than our resident Mexican, Carlos Mencia. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, dude? Hey. Uh, Thanks for being on. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> I was seriously like a little stressed because like, dude, I might have to do this by myself and I'm not okay with that. I don't know. <laughs> It'd be really, really... Just talking to myself. <laughs> dude, well, you know who does that is uh, Chris D'Elia has a podcast called uh, Congratulations mm-hmm. and it's just him every episode. And I, I've only listened to three episodes so far, but like, I guess, I guess he's serious because like, there's no one there other than him. And his producer's in the background, but he doesn't say anything. He just talks about like stuff that's on his mind, stuff, things that he hates, and stories. <laughs> so like, I guess I'm gonna have to do something like that. I don't, I did, but I didn't really have anything prepared. For sure. Um, also, too, I want to make notice. Uh, the intro obviously is a little different for the season. Very, uh, like, I don't know, like slow thrash deathcore. <laughs> I, I don't know. It was Cody's idea. Um, but thankfully, Angelo Munji, one of our guests, uh, he actually made the, uh, the the new intro. So thank you, Angelo. It sounds dope. Um, but anyways, this episode, we're not going to play chess. We just have just two guys and two fidget spinners, and we're going to see where it goes. Um, <laughs> I don't, we're not going to. We could spin them the entire podcast. <laughs> You know, I was trying to do that earlier because, like, earlier I was trying to work out and, like, I was trying to do my stretches. I'm like, I don't know how long I should stretch for. So I got my fidget spinner and started <laughs> spinning it. And, like, when it's done, I'll stop stretching. Can you imagine if we started using these as, like, an estimate of time? Dude, <laughs> uh, a teacher somewhere posted something on the internet um, for homework for students. It's like, all right, you're going to get your fidget spinner. You're going to put it on your, you know, math homework paper. And you're going to spin it. And you're going to see how many problems you can do before it stops. Neat. And I was like, hey, that's a pretty oh, good yeah. idea. That's a good little productive way to use these things i mean because originally they are for like fidgeting yeah like add yes like. very yeah. much don't you have add yeah oh sorry is that not something i should be talking no, about here so uh, <laughs> carlos has add <laughs> so wait <laughs> obviously you own a fidget spinner yeah. does it help uh it, yeah actually i stopped checking my phone as much really it's so weird it's so like, you didn't buy it for the i don't the hype train well yeah but <laughs> No, because I held, like, a buddy of mine, like, let me use his, mm-hmm. and it's just, like, it's such a, like, cool feeling. Like, do you feel, me. like, do you ever feel, like, a sensation of calmness when playing with it? Yeah, it's, like, okay. a, it's, like, a, it keeps you, like, not focused, but, like, yeah. occupied. Sure. So, I don't, like, I'm not biting my nails as much, I'm not, like, using my phone Okay, as much. so, yeah, that's a really good positive yeah. use out of these things. I don't really know what I did with my hands before I got one, so. <laughs> Neither did Ricky Bobby, man. <laughs> Freaking, see, if I was, like, you know, still, well, because I'm off for the summer, um, but when I go back in fall, like, I feel like whenever I try to pay attention in, like, an actual, like, sit down, like, like, math class, for example, I was always either texting or falling asleep. So, I feel like a lot of kids nowadays, like, they can just kind of fidget with this and then they're still focused on what's on the board whatever the teacher's saying there's actually this thing i really want to get called the fidget cube yeah it's one that like clicks in it's like yeah. a mini bop it yeah it's like uh yeah. well it's like a cube yeah. <laughs> very good uh and each side has like a different like fidget thing 
yeah the most appealing one to me is like this little um like joystick oh, okay yeah, yeah and you could just like move it around and it's like super smooth oh yeah i feel like uh, that I, i've seen one with like a like a like a light switch yeah yeah that one would be cool they have one that's like uh did you ever have those pens in like elementary school that had like different uh like inks oh yeah like, like the red black blue ink and you were trying pushing them all down at once yeah <laughs> <laughs> and like has one of those on one side and it's just mm-hmm. like really neat dude yeah <laughs> well what do you i mean because obviously fidget spinners are like way more popular because <laughs> 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 oh, i have not seen a fidget cube in person i have yet i've seen them on the internet but i'm like i don't even know i, I almost bought a fidget spinner off of amazon literally because i was like <laughs> No, these seem kind of interesting. And then they started selling my gas stations, and I own one because it was my birthday um, yesterday when we recorded this episode. Um, and I had a little get together at my house over the weekend. My buddy Danny came over, and he literally just freshly bought fidget spinners, and he's like, "Here's one for you." <laughs> and it lights up, and it's so cool. But uh, I'm like, "Damn it!" I was I thought I was gonna avoid the trend and like not get into it. And what do you know? It was gifted. Speaking of schedules, <laughs> going back to scheduling, <laughs> uh, it's actually funny because mm-hmm. since we're going to be doing it more later, you know, it looks. If we do do it uh, during the weekdays, it's going to be later in the evenings, like around this time right now. Schedule's a little bit shaken up, and it's good for me because I'm more available now. And yeah, well, you're not in school. Yeah. And, <clears throat> uh, I don't know. It's just like. I'm moving from side character to main character. I've like. noticed because <clears throat> whenever we did have you on or whenever I did see you during the semester, mm-hmm. uh, you definitely dress a lot different than you are now. You definitely dressing way more relaxed. <laughs> Got a Hawaiian shirt opened up. Yeah, somebody <laughs> called me uh, Ace Ventura today. Dude, see, all right. I almost went out like that the other night. I was like, shoot, I want to wear a button up, but it's too hot. So I'm going to open it up, but I want my... I don't want to wear a tank. Exactly. So I'm going to put a white t-shirt underneath. I'm like, oh, dude, I look like Ace Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll see. We have nothing prepared to talk about in this episode. Um, <clears throat> I mean, E3 did just happen. E3 just happened, and the only thing I heard, I didn't even look or watch or read anything, but the only thing I heard was <clears throat> that uh, they announced the Xbox One X, which is the next... I mean, it's a it's a completely different system, correct? Yeah, the Xbox One X and the Xbox One XS. And uh, all right, so tell me the differences. <laughs> that frustration in your voice. <laughs> um, S stands for sport. <laughs> for real? I don't know. That's what somebody told me. I couldn't tell if they were joking or not because you know, like how Xbox is like, it kind of caters to the sports crowd. So, um, yeah. So. It's it's kind of like a more pumped up version of the Xbox One. It has like more RAM, which gives you more f- like frames per second, mm. uh, more better performance. It, here's it's supposed to have like more like 4K output now. Yeah. So it's more it's compatible now with like 4K TVs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know. I just <clears> think it's kind of a mistake for Microsoft to do that because mm. uh, somebody pointed out a very good point that like even though it has like all these capabilities, right? Developers are like lazy or like or at least the studios that mm-hmm. fund them right are lazy and they wouldn't want to work with something that advanced yet mm-hmm. like this is why it takes time for generations of consoles to move up because like 
the developers like um the studios like what's the word hmm. they're not like completely developed themselves in order to create something like beyond their capabilities yeah, well the studios like What's well, like put in money for the current like uh, capabilities of the systems and like I heard someone describe this. Uh, sorry to interrupt, but describe this system almost as a like they comparing it to like the Sega 32X. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Where back then it was all about bits, you know, like eight bit, sixteen bit, thirty two bit, and sixty four bit. And it's it's not really it's dang just got all this out. <laughs> you should use your fidget spinner. <laughs> <laughs> it's like why spend money on like new software hmm. or like upgrading new software oh hold on one second doorbell okay you can go ahead it's like why should studios spend money on upgrading their software hmm. when they could easily just keep using the same one yeah, yeah. for current generations sure uh, like I don't feel like there's going to be a lot of games that are going to be like exclusive to the Xbox One S or X because it's. You like, mean there's not going to be another Halo game? No. <laughs> Thankfully. Oh, for real? Uh, I was just joking around. I wasn't big on that last one. <laughs> uh, and it's. I don't know. If they had like. If they presented it with more mm-hmm. exclusives, yeah. maybe it'd be more appealing. But as it is right now, it just seems like the Sega 32X. Yeah. Where it's just like a steroided version of the Genesis. Sure, yeah. Like, Maybe the a, S stands for steroid. <laughs> <laughs> there's a reason uh, Genesis is still the more popular one. Mm, because yeah. like it had a whole library and all the 32X did was just make everything look prettier. If that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like this Xbox One X, like, uh, sure, I mean, it's a cool idea, but I mean, I don't know. You, you kind of have to see how a system is going to play out every time one gets announced. I mean, you know, the next official console for the PlayStation, you know, for Sony, will most likely be the you know the biggest step would be the PS5, mm-hmm. um, whenever that gets to that. Um, with Xbox One X, I've, it's so confusing to me too. It's like okay, yeah, Xbox, Xbox 360, mm-hmm. and now Xbox One, and now Xbox One X. I'm like okay, like it's like Rambo, you know, First Blood, First Blood Part Two, Rambo, and then Rambo Three. So, we'll see, I mean, what happens. I mean, I, I still got to kind of read more into it and look at more of the announcements and what their plans are for it. But, I mean, we'll see. Uh, Microsoft, I mean, you know, I'm a big fan. Uh, the One, you know, has been pretty good. I mean, I think it, I think The One was more like a wine. It just had to get better over time yeah. kind of thing. At first, it was clunky, and, you know, there was a lot of backfire to it. Um, but now I think it's a pretty good solid system. I think it's finally gained that. So, for them to come up with another system already now, yeah, I can kind of see, like, where the hesitant might be. Yeah. And like, what's your flagship game now? Like, uh, what was that? Uh, Titanfall. Yeah, is now like on all systems, so they can't yeah, really use that. It's not really an exclusive. Halo's kind of like finished. With... I think Halo's finally like overstated its welcome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think like what's left? <laughs> yeah. Well, ever since Reach, I think after that, it's like okay, yeah. no more Halo games, please. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, what what games do they have to like stand on? Like, right. Uh, uh, yeah, but uh, do you have anything else from E3? Like other than just that system? Yeah, Nintendo just announced uh, Metroid Prime Four. Oh, uh, for the uh, Switch, huh? 
Yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, I'm pretty excited for it. Do you, do you have a Switch or have you played a Switch? I don't. I want to. I yeah. played <laughs> Breath of the Wild two days ago at my friend Steven's house. <laughs> and that was a lot of fun. It's, it's cool. It's really pretty. Yeah. Like, it's very pretty looking. It's like Wind Waker, but on steroids, but in a good way. Yeah. It's like Wind Waker uh, made love to Skyrim. <laughs> in a sense, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that open worldness. And it's just like super goofy mm-hmm. and like. I like games where you could kind of like set up your own attacks mm-hmm. or just like. Yeah, you know, this one's a little more strategic in that sense when yeah. you're battling enemies. Um, I didn't get to play much. I played like 20 minutes of it. Like, literally, my buddy got the Nintendo Switch opening day like, and mm-hmm. popped it open, and I was only there for a little bit. But uh, of course, that was like his biggest game that he wanted to play was, was that one. Yeah. Did you get far into it? Like, what do you think of it? I got off the plateau, mm-hmm. which is like the first stage thing, mm-hmm. I guess. Do you think, like, uh, would it incline you to go out and maybe consider getting a Nintendo Switch in the near future. I'll just for that uh, holiday price drop. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that Black Friday. Uh, what else came out? Uh, I literally haven't heard anything from... <laughs> like, uh, To be honest, I almost forgot what was happening. It's, like, it's so funny because, like, I uh, I don't know who I was talking to, but mm-hmm. uh, we were talking about video games mm-hmm. and how, like, this year's E3, I'm kind of, like, jaded. Sure. At this point, it's just like I don't. I didn't really care. I wasn't looking forward to anything, mm. and that's how I felt about last year's. But I thought last year's was just because, like, oh well, yeah, I already know what I want. I already know what I'm excited for. But uh, this year it was just like, oh, okay, all the same stuff. That's for the most part. I mean, you get a lot of remakes, a lot of uh, you know, nothing really promised. Like, yeah, uh, a lot of people have been wanting Metro Prime Four, but <laughs> it's just like. I don't know. It's it was just like games I didn't care about, and then what about uh, the Sony announced that they were remaking Shadow of the Colossus for the PS4? I never played it. Really? You yeah. you never played Shadow? Yeah, oh it's my just god! Like it's it's a remake, pretty much. It's you're not really doing anything. Yeah, they're they're literally just they going came through out and with then like the HD edition. Yeah, the refurbished yeah. HD looking edition, and now they're actually remaking it. That's eh. yeah. It's it, a good it, game. <laughs> I mean, it's it's for me looking at it playing it before it's like another excuse to play like and i <laughs> i guess i like that but i just kind of get i'm just a sucker for stuff uh, like that skyrim was announced like three times <laughs> like, really what yeah. else are they doing uh skyrim vr was announced skyrim yeah. on the switch was announced oh the uh, vr that's right like yeah. some other skyrim like uh mod i feel like we're in like a really like hazy thing. gray area of video games right now yeah and it's like just, nothing's really progressed <laughs> too much it sucks and it's People have been talking about like a video game uh, crash, okay, for yeah. a couple of years now, and I get totally see that coming on the horizon. It's just like wait, they keep like f- not really throwing money, like there's no big investments. It's always like safe. Well, yeah. Stuff. Well, when you look at, I mean, look at where we are now compared to back then. It's like we have the power of, um, you know, donations. You know, backing games. Yeah, a lot of indie games being backed. That's, that's where I'm going to too. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like it's not just my generation, the twenty. Or pluses where it's just like, oh, well, they're just jaded because they're, like, nostalgic for, like, old games. No. no it's I, like you look at kids and, like, what do kids love? They like Five Nights at Freddy's. They like yeah. Minecraft. And those are, like, indie projects. Yeah. And you know what? It's because, like, they inspire, like, creativeness like mm-hmm. Minecraft does. And then Five Nights at Freddy's uh, is just constant, like, new content. 
Yeah. Like, there's a lot of, like, story to it. There's a lot of lore. Well, it's, it's funny when I first heard about that game, too. Like, it was just a simple, like, little idea. And now it's evolved into its own world and yeah. merchandise, like, literally everywhere. And, yeah, mm-hmm. it's huge with the kids. Yeah. But, I mean, you're right, though, in, in that sense. I feel like indie games are definitely on the forefront mm-hmm. of this movement um, as far as, like, what's being... As a, what's being, you know, in the spotlight of video games. I mean, you get your console releases, you get your new video games and all that, and, like, they do good for a bit, but I feel like indie games have been kind of really yeah, like, leading it. Definitely, mm-hmm. and it's it's super important to focus on that right now and mm-hmm. just uh, be invested in that because a lot of, like, big-name studios are starting to behave the same way as, like, movie studios where, yeah. like, the top five grossing films uh, this year so far have been, like, three... Uh, sequels, one remake, and then one original movie. Yeah. Um, yeah Wait, what like, was the original movie? Do you know? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, but I feel like that's like almost every year. I mean, your remakes, your sequels, and your yeah, comic book movies are always going to be like. Well, yeah. Nobody wants to like invest a lot of money. I mean, what was the last original movie that you think of that was very successful? I mean, um, me right off the bat, La La Land La was La a really, really big one. Um, Birdman. Uh, the Revenant was another good one too, but that was based off a book too. If I'm not well, mistaken, all of that, like it uses like this weird nostalgic, like, or like Hollywood. In a way, it uses what's like, been mapped out over the you know yeah, decades exactly. of film, and then it kind of creates a story out of that, which is cool. Um, and I mean, it's okay to be inspired by other things too, but yeah, I mean, that's what you're gonna get now. I mean, just because mm-hmm. that's what's safe, you know. Yeah, and it's like it sucks because okay, look at the new Mass Effect. It wasn't that great. Uh, mm-hmm. It had a lot of mistakes. But it's like a new trilogy. Like mm. the first game isn't always going to be too good. Right. Uh, Mass Effect One has its problems, but they still kept like being invested in it. And now there's talks that there may not be like a second new one. Yeah. Because think- of how poorly the first one did, and it's just like it mm-hmm. sucks because like instead of realizing your mistakes, they're just kind of like taking your ball and going home. Yeah. But, well, and I think when you look at it now, too, it's like with the power of the Internet um, and a lot of people are game developers, uh-huh. you know, you're there's so many games out compared to how it was like back then where you go to the video store and it's like, OK, you have your, you know, handful of gaming companies that always release content throughout the year. And that's it. That's all you get. Now, it's like for me, it's so hard to keep up with what's going on out there in the gaming world because Everyone's a developer. There's indie outlets, yeah. you know, all online. So, like, like Chris the other night was talking. He's like, I just want to play a good, you know, RPG game. Yeah. And it's like, damn, he's like, you know, just like looking at the menu, like, of, why, what can I play now? You know, but there's we were endless. trying to think of like a good RPG game, and mm-hmm. the last, the only one we could really think of was uh, Undertale, which came out like two years ago. Yeah, yeah. And Cody and I talked about that a lot on this uh, on this podcast. Um, yeah, I mean, that's cool. I mean, like, for me, I, have, I mean, not playing video games in so long, I just like, ugh, it's so hard for me to, to find the interest to follow yeah. it. There's games that get me hyped, but I never really follow through and play with it. You know, I have been playing this really cool game lately. I don't mm-hmm. know, if, did, has Cody talked about Players Unknown? Yes, he talked about it last episode. So you played it. Yes. So what's your experience with it? I was playing it today. Uh, closest I got today was 11 on a solo match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like, I've been getting a lot more ballsy. I, uh, I used to just play it real safe, but I mean, eventually you get too paranoid and like the game stops being too, like a lot of fun and it starts being more like a, like a thriller yeah. in a way. But like when you're constantly moving in the game and like getting shot at and shooting back, yeah, it's much more exciting because it's just like it becomes more actiony instead of like being hunkered down in like a bathroom 
I think this game, I mean, I have yet to play it, but I've been watching as much gameplay as I can. Mm-hmm. And also just, like, hearing from you guys, too. But I think the reason why it's so fun, cool, and, like, exciting is because it, hits, it evokes those emotions, those thrill yeah. moments, um, because it puts you in a more realistic setting with mm-hmm. what you got, you know? Exactly. Um, I think, um, what was that other game? I can't remember right now. Oh, The Forest. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. that was another one, too, that, you know, it, it kind of reminded me of that right off the bat, just hearing about it. Hmm. So wait, how long have you played it? Like for? Mm, I don't know how many hours I have on it mm. yet, but it's ah, it's just like it's cool. I mean, <laughs> you get frustrated when you like die in a dumb way or something. Yeah, yeah. Like it's the most annoying thing when you're getting shot at in the middle of the field yeah. and you don't know where you're getting shot at. Oh, okay, yeah. But like, like I get mad at that. Mm. But it's completely understandable when I like turn a corner and just some dude blasts me with a shotgun. <laughs> it's like okay, well. That's what I get. Yeah. <laughs> like, I knew he was there. Oh, so what else was on? Uh, I'm just going through the yeah E3 list right here. Let's see. Um, maybe to kind of veer. I, I, I don't know, man. Just looking at, like, the main announcements from E3, nothing really interests me too much, to Are, be honest. Here, here's something I'm really cautiously excited for. What's that? Battlefront 2. They, oh, yeah. I forgot that was This announced. time, they're actually listening to the complaints a lot of people had. So, yeah, yeah. the main issue with Battlefront 1, the remake from DICE, mm. was that uh, it was just too much DLC. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like... Well, it was like four maps yeah. and then like three DLC maps. Yeah. And um, like 30... Like... 20, 20 per team like matches yeah and it felt like really small that's how at least it was for me yeah and then uh there wasn't like there was no like guts to it there was like no like nothing you could really sink your teeth into it was very surface and very shallow in a certain Co- Cody and I played it and like yeah I guess we can we, can, we both like liked it for what it was mm-hmm. but me personally like I love Star Wars and I mm-hmm. love the old Battlefront games um, this one, it, yeah, it just didn't feel like complete yet. Yeah. And I know they were working on a bunch of DLCs too. But I'm like, oh, come on, man! Like, I... so for Battlefront Two, mm. uh, just bigger maps. Mm. There's going to be a lot more content. Mm. They actually said that they're going to release all the DLCs and all the skins. And You're going to get everything for free. Okay. Yeah. Good. And it's super cool. Like I'm really excited for that. And uh, it's just like they're they're willing to listen. And I feel like now a lot of people are doing that, and that's mm-hmm. why. But you know that happens. Um, well, that's good. I mean, it makes me happy. I'm definitely going to try to play it when it does come out. Um, I mean, I'm down for giving it another shot, and just to hear the fact that they are listening to the complaints from the last, mm-hmm. you know, game that makes me excited. On another note, have you seen Wonder Woman yet? I have not, dude. I heard uh, there's too much Invisible Jet, <laughs> or maybe not enough. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> I still haven't seen it yet. Actually, I was going to go watch it tomorrow morning, but this episode will already be out by then. Um, so I'm going to have to wait till next week. Besides, I, wanted, I really wanted to talk about it with everyone else here, too. Um, dude, man, the only thing I've really been paying attention to lately was seriously just sports. <laughs> and it's so not like me. Did you see the Stanley Cup playoffs? Or I did. The Stanley. I did. The finals. Yeah. Did you see the Stanley uh, Cup finals? I did. Yes. <laughs> uh, who. Yeah, you said you were going for. I was going for Nashville Predators. Yeah, yeah. 
Because I, I mean, I'm down for the underdogs, and it was their first time ever in the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, that was so cool. that was very exciting. That the fact that they swept the Blackhawks, mm-hmm. held their own through everything, and yeah, no, I mean, it was, how's was going for them too? Like I, mm-hmm. like I didn't, I'm not like Penguins were right, uh, <laughs> and like before this, like Nashville, like I didn't really care. But yeah, like yeah. after seeing their game against the Blues, mm-hmm. it's just like they were really impressive. And it's no, they like, were. So I like slowly followed them. Uh, they definitely earned their spot. Yeah. Um, I mean, Pittsburgh's great. You know, mm-hmm. they won last year, and I wasn't. I'm not really going. I, I wanted to go for Nashville because, like, it's an exciting thing for their franchise. They were really hustling it up. Like, it, what was it, the third quarter? Mm-hmm. And it's just like you could tell, like, they were so focused on like trying to score. Yeah, and, it, uh, it was heartbreaking for sure. Say the least. And yeah, because I think the uh, Penguins went two zero against them. Yeah, no, the first all in the third period. The first yeah. score was a uh, like a weird trick shot because yeah. it was like slightly behind the net. Oh yeah, coming and, around swinging it in, and he swung it. Yeah, it hit the, the goalie's like back, and then it went in. Mm-hmm. And they tried to argue that, calling it like interference or something. Sure, and just like the referees just let it let it happen. It sucks that the you know Nashville lost in their you know home state home yeah. city. Um, oh no! <laughs> like how everybody was booing when uh, oh, the penguins, the penguins won. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, could, you could hear like. Well, yeah. I mean, but you know what? You could hear the crowd shouting, "Penguins suck." <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. So salty. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to think like you know an entire city though getting their exactly. hockey team finally into yeah. the Stanley Cup Finals, and then they lose again to um, the reigning champs from last year. It's like, uh yeah, it's kind of hard not to just walk away and be like, it was, still, like, it was a good game. It was a good game, and it was still very endearing because yeah. it's just like you, you're, like they won their place. Definitely, yeah. Well, and the thing is too with them, like I feel like <laughs> Penguins and Predators, I feel like they're going to be pretty decent sized rivals against yeah, each other now. It's going to be pretty cool throughout the entire finals, like uh, games. Dude, some of the the shots they were throwing at each other were so mm-hmm. dirty. There's that uh, video of um, uh, Crosby. You know, smacking uh, Subban's like head on the ice, <laughs> so crazy. Yeah, I get to see that. Oh, dude, that it's hilarious. hilarious. Yeah, these hockey fights are crazy. Yeah, no, so I watched it. Um, the outcome, it is what it is. You know, I wasn't like salty about. It. I was like, eh, well, oh well. No, they they earned their spot. It's yeah. like, I mean, it sucks they didn't win, but they were the better team. I know? mean, it's just like, it's kind of like, sh- like shooting for a certain goal mm-hmm. not making it but you made it really far and like like just looking back on like the fact that they won at least two games looking in the back series, on, on Nashville this season yeah, like yeah. they did amazing and yeah, it's just like did. yeah I think uh, I mean the fact that they at least you know won two games dur- during the final series that shows a lot you know I really thought it was going to go to game seven but unfortunately yeah. it didn't <laughs> um, yeah so it is what it is we'll see what happens next season um Next season, we get the Golden Knights, which is crazy. <laughs> I really, really freaking hope that they do decent. I mean, we're not going to get to the finals, but I really hope we're not, like, the worst team in the franchise because <laughs> I feel like uh, collectively as a city, that would really kind of damper our hopes and whatnot because everyone's very hype. Like, everyone's – like especially – it's People funny because – got over the name. <laughs> so silly. I didn't even mind the name. I was like, it's not that bad. Sure, I do – you know, I could see Silver Knights being a better name, but – Whatever you know, it's Golden Knights. It's still a cool name. At least we're not like I still. I'm still go for the prototype name because it was. What was the prototype name? It was announced like two years ago. They were gonna call them the Black Knights. Yeah, that would have been sweet. You could have gotten like Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence, <laughs> yeah, as the mascot. As the mascot. 
<laughs> Good God. Yeah, no, I mean, I remember the night, too, they announced the name. I was at school, and I told the class, I was like, yo, they, our hockey team's called the Golden Knights. And everyone's like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> I was like, it's not that bad. Um, but it is a little funny that they call it Vegas Golden Knights and not, like, the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a little interesting. I mean, I don't know. I feel like we're still trying to find our balance in what we are. Um, however, though, like, we got our practice facilities being under construction right now. What? what but anyways, going past that name... <laughs> Everyone's really hype about yeah. having a hockey team. I think just a franchise in general that's in a major league sport, mm-hmm. so a national league sport, and everyone's wearing you know donning Golden Knights merchandise. You know, everywhere you go now. We're at the fashion show. That's just, just all the Golden Knights. Yeah, uh, airport has a bunch of stuff. You know, when you go there, um, I go to concerts. I'll see people in gold, Golden Knights hats, and even though we don't even <laughs> get so silly, I'll just like go Knights, mm-hmm. um, even though we. And we have our new coach, Gerard Gallant, who is uh, originally, I think, the Florida Panthers coach. Oh, neat. So, I mean, like, we have a pretty decent, you know, starting. I, I just hope we don't do terrible to where uh-huh. it puts a bad taste in everyone's mouth and everyone kind of jumps off the train and we don't, you know, get ticket sales or whatnot. Or, I mean, even if we don't do well, uh, mm-hmm. the silver lining is more like the golden lining is uh, <laughs> we, we have a stadium for other teams now so we could like i don't know i like sharks yeah mm-hmm. uh, i like nashville now <laughs> yeah so like if it, they came to vegas that'd be like really cool like, that's the only thing go to start going to games yeah that's the only thing i'm saving my money for is like games where teams that i'm interested in are coming to town um of course i'll be supporting you know our home team however i'm excited for certain you know certain games to happen did you watch that uh u.s versus mexico match Soccer? Oh, soccer? No, I heard about it, though. What happened? What was the score? Oh, I didn't hear that much. (laughs) I just heard it was happening. Sports. This is crazy, man. Cody never let us talk about sports. (laughs) Probably just lost all of our uh, listeners, all of our (laughs) Japan listeners, sorry. Uh, How about (laughs) Def Cab for Cutie? That's a death metal band, right? (laughs) Uh, Oh, it was 1-1. It was a World Cup qualifiers, though. And oh. it made me realize that next year is going to be the FIFA World Cup. 2018. 2018. Yeah. I yeah. am really excited for it. <laughs> yeah. It's just. That's like usually when I watch soccer. I don't really like watching <laughs> soccer in general because, dude, to be honest, on TV, it's very boring to me. Really? Uh, I'm not very boring. I'm, I'm lying when I say that. It's, it's good. I, but, man, I just. It's uh, what's what about it? I don't know. It, it takes too long to score, <laughs> and most games end like one zero or, you know, it's cool to see a game where it goes up to three. <laughs> but then again, hockey is very similar too. It's like it takes a long time to score. Uh, however, it's just I think hockey is a little more faster paced because I think maybe the size of you know where you play. Okay, so this is my thing mm-hmm. with hockey. I could kind of watch like any game and get into it. Like, does I don't really care for the, who's playing. Mm-hmm. But with soccer, I feel like you need to be very invested in a certain team to get I agree. excited for the sport. I agree. Knowing certain players. Yeah. James, like, just he... like Puerto Rico versus Argentina. Like, I don't I don't care. Yeah. But if it's like Mexico versus the U.S. Yeah. Or like some Mexican team versus another Mexican team. Mm-hmm. Like, that gets me excited. Freaking uh, James, our good friend, he loves soccer. He actually really, like, he sits down, he watches it. He, I think he knows like, quite a bit of players, too. Me, like, 
I just don't. I, that's the thing too. Is like I think we just started learning who certain players are, and yeah, getting invested in the teams. That's when it becomes more exciting. I feel like that's like any other sport, really. However, there are certain sports you can just watch and get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think hockey being one of them, just because it's very exciting. I feel like basketball would be another good one too, because the, the scores yes. are always <laughs> fluctuating. So it's very interesting. I saw what, what was the big match the other day? Oh, Cavaliers and Golden State. Yeah, that Golden was, State won. They are now the I went, NBA. I went to the Palms, and people were just like, "It <laughs> sports spoof looks sports spoofs look a lot like NASA, like like a NASA like." Uh, control room <laughs> so like, like all those people like standing up and like it's like watching a moon excited. landing it's like, it's like watching the moon landing dude <laughs> it's, it was so funny for me because it was just yeah. like everybody's really excited and it's getting really tense yeah and there's like screens everywhere just like tiny screens it looks mm-hmm. it looks like the nasa control room <laughs> <laughs> yeah man freaking Cavs lost it too i was really uh i mean i don't really like nba too much um, college basketball is really fun to watch, but NBA just like yeah. yeah. And uh, out of these two teams, I, I guess Golden State was my favor, uh, just because it was exciting. The story behind it too was like the trilogy. You know, you got Cavs and Golden State for the third time in a row in the finals. <laughs> and two years ago, Golden State won. Last year, Cavs won. Where the meme, Golden State blew a three-one lead, <laughs> donned. And this, I felt like it was going to happen again. I was like, oh, Golden State's got a three-to-one lead. What's going to happen? Yeah. So like basketball, I can get into. Football, kind of same with soccer. Like, yeah, if it's you gotta like, like know the players, match, and the yeah, I don't really care. Sure, unless it's like the Super Bowl finals. Sure, yeah, I can uh, hear that too. But if I've been following a team mm-hmm. for like a whole season, mm-hmm. like I'll get really excited. Like, yeah, it's like you 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 set up your teams yeah, and yeah. like like one like they all like fall down until like until it's like your last one and you're hoping like it makes it to the. Super yeah, football is like so spaced out too because yeah. like when you get a sport like baseball, for example, they play like. Easily over 150 games. I forget exactly how many each team plays, but there's so many freaking games that each team plays. And, like, there's one being played almost every single day. It is so mm-hmm. hard to keep up with it if you're, like, really trying to watch every game. <laughs> it's so freaking difficult. But, um, you know, nonetheless, I mean, it, it's not really an entry-level sport for people just viewing over the TV, I think. But when it comes down to it as well, I think just going to the games live, no matter what sport it is, I think you're going to have a good time no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was our sports corner. It's a really <laughs> rare, rare occasion. <laughs> See, so it was my birthday the other day. I'm now twenty four, which How's is crazy. Uh, I don't feel anything yet. However, uh, it's gonna settle in, and you're gonna slowly kind <laughs> I of consume like, your life. <laughs> dude, shut up. I feel like twenty three went by so quick. Like literally yeah. a year ago today, I was in Seattle with Brittany and uh, Chris. Mm-hmm. And I spent my birthday in Seattle, just like going all around town, which was so cool. And I kind of, I don't know, whenever I get older, I kind of like look back a year and just kind of like, all right, here's where I'm at now. Here is where I was then. And I kind of like get a little nostalgic, which gives me sad. I'm like, man, I miss, I miss things. Um, I miss, you know, traveling as much as I did yeah. back then. Um, however, I didn't, you know, go to California a few times this past month too. But I feel like 24 is cool, but it's that age where it's like you can't really relate it too much. You know, like 23, the only thing I related to was that Blink-182 song. <laughs> 22, Taylor Swift. 21 in itself is the year. Yeah. 24, it's like the TV show. The movie? No, that's... No, the TV show. Jim Carrey? 23. 23. See? I, I'm done. I'm, that, that's <laughs> over now. 24. But 24, I mean, like, 
the only thing I could think of is when I turn 25. And as it's happening, when I'm turning 25, as I'm growing a year older, I know I can do the SpongeBob thing where it's like, you know, it's better than 24. And then midnight, 25. <laughs> 24 is a trip because, like, you no longer have, like, the free-flowing, like, lack of daisy feelings of your early 20s. Like, you see, like, the middle... I'm about to hit my mid twenties. <laughs> yeah, you see the middle, and you're like, "Okay, so let's get down to business." Yeah, yeah, for real. I'm getting that quarter life crisis. And let's get down to business and figure out what we've accomplished so far, and uh, what's what I need to do to further accomplish things. And it's just like it's you. You can't look at it as a like, oh man, like I haven't gotten all these things I wanted done. It's mm. more like. Okay, well, time to get my bearings straight. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. how am I going to complete this? Because it's, it's less about, oh, I'm 25, I should be here, but I'm not. It's more like... Well, yeah, that's that's comparing yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You can't you can't compare yourself Do to, not. like, an imaginary future or, like, an imaginary, like, you. you got to be like, okay, well, this is what I completed so far. This mm-hmm. is what I need to work on. Mm-hmm. This is what Focus on what you have right now. Yeah. Figure out how to make yourself better every you single day. You need to like in- keep investing in yourself, but yeah. it's it's less about like what you've accomplished so far and more about like, uh, do you feel like you're like, dang no, no, it's okay. I, I understand what you're saying because like yeah. com- going back to the whole comparing yourself thing, mm-hmm. I definitely am guilty of comparing myself to people my age. Mm-hmm. I like uh, just going back to hockey for example. A lot of these players are like early 20s like 20 21 19 for sure yeah. so and they're playing national leagues which is crazy uh one of my favorite artists chance the rapper he is 24 he's no two way. months older than me oh my god yeah which means i think he's two months i feel like garbage <laughs> dude he has he has a couple grammys mm-hmm. yeah and i look at me and i don't have any grammys <laughs> but it's okay though but I, then but that's that's like i said that's comparing yourself that's not healthy that's not nice because yeah, there's this movie Ed Wood that was directed by Tim yeah. Burton. Um, Johnny Depp plays Ed Wood, and he's laying in bed one night, and I forget the exact quote. I forget exactly how old, but um, Orson Welles, director of Citizen Kane, he directed Citizen Kane, which is you know dubbed, I think by like AC, AMC, like the greatest movie of all time. The Cadillac of movies. The movie, the movie, and Orson Welles made that when he was like 22, 23, I think. Whoa. I think, and he was really young. And Johnny, or I'm sorry, Ed Wood is comparing himself in that scene. He's like, you know, he made that movie when he was so-and-so, and I'm already, like, almost 30 kind of thing. And you can just see how depressed he is about that fact. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, don't compare yourself. You just got to, you know, get what's on your plate right now, focus on what you have, make yourself better and better every single day without comparing yourself. You know, be the person that, you know, people want to compare themselves to as, but I'm not promoting that though, but I'm just saying just to kind of get yourself moving. That's the thing. So it's like when I'm 24, when I'm now that I'm 24, it's like, okay, you know, I got a number of years before I should start considering like, okay, maybe, you know, the settling down phase or, yeah. you know, the kids phase, even though I have none of that, right? Which is fantastic. But yeah. even then it's like, don't settle, don't settle for anything. Just mm-hmm. you got to keep moving forward. Yep. Like, if you let yourself get comfortable for too long, mm-hmm. you're going to wake up and you're going to be 35 and that's when it's going to be the crisis. Like, <laughs> So you're saying everyone that's 35 right now listening is in a crisis? Oh, <laughs> well, no, but 
I don't know, maybe. Oh, <laughs> no. Uh, it's but, like, I mean, but, you know, look at uh, actor Alan Rickman, unfortunately, passed mm-hmm. away last year. But um, he didn't start his major, you know, acting career in film until yeah. he was, like, late 30s, early 40s. Yeah. Which but, says a lot. Like, it's never too he, late. But he woke up one morning and he's like, I have to do this. Like, yeah. I have to get this done. Well, yeah. It's not the fact that you're 35, <clears throat> like, means you you failed, but it's... No. There's no, there's no finish line until you're dead. You could start whenever you want, but, yeah. I mean, let's be real here. Like, the earlier, the better. And Get it done now. Yeah. Don't worry about it later. But, yeah, I mean, it, it is never too late, you know, to start something that you've been wanting to do forever. I think a lot of it is just fear. Um, a lot of hesitation, financial stability yeah. is one of the biggest things for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, but I mean, sometimes, you know, uh, try to take the chance uh, when it feels right. Take a chance. Jimi Hendrix used to practice. Uh, Wait, Jimi Hendrix? Yeah. He used to practice with, like, he, he would tie strings from one end of his bedpost to the other. And, like, he'd play. Oh, like, wow. He'd play his bedpost. And then, like, he played with, like, broken instruments, Mm -hmm. but he got better. And Mm -hmm. then, like, he just eventually became who he is, who he was. (laughs) Dead? No. (laughs) Carlos. As long as you're always doing something. (laughs) I mean, it's... A lot of people think they want to do one thing, and when they do it, they realize that, hey, like, that wasn't my thing. But you don't know until you try. Mm -hmm. It's That's what college is all about, like... I went to college thinking like, hey, I'll try this business thing. And then every day I'd be like sitting there trying to focus on like business stuff and be like, man, I really want to like write or draw something right now. Yeah. Like, I really want to like be creative. You your true passion start purging itself. Yeah. yeah. Freaking I am the same way. Like, all right. I love film. Don't get me wrong. I love film. There are cert- there's so many departments in film. You know, you're editing, directing, acting, writing, producing, you know, costume, set designing. There's so many departments. And you can't do all of them. You can definitely try. But, I mean, when it comes down to it, you're going to find one that sits well, uh, sits best with you. And it's your job to kind of go out and, you know, really capitalize on that. I thought I'd be a really good editor. I thought, like, editing would be my thing. I'm pretty good at it. But I do not like editing (laughs) at all. If to me, it feels like a job. I love writing more. It feels more natural. And I feel like I produce a lot of great content when I do. And it never really seems like a job. Uh, Directing, I love, you know, just all the aspects of directing too. But, I mean, I thought I'd be the guy that would love every single thing in film. But there's actually things that I don't like in it that I don't like doing because it's just not me. There are certain things for – but that that applies to anything else out there in the world, any sort of profession, career – there are things you go in thinking you'll like, and then you find out, hey, maybe it's not the thing that I'm meant for. It's like music, too. Mm-hmm. I love music, and I feel like that's been a huge thing for me the past year. Uh, and now I feel like, oh, okay, now I know what I kind of want to follow more and more and more every single day, you know, what feels more natural. I went to college, you know, thinking I would be an English professor one day. <laughs> you know, I was like, hey, it's a good job, safe job, you know that. Yeah. And... You know, it just wasn't for me. It, I, I couldn't stick with it. I couldn't sit there and lie to myself. You know, I had to do what I wanted to do. And I think so far what I'm doing is definitely what I want to do for sure. It feels right. It feels good. And who knows? Maybe one day I'll wake up. That all might change. Maybe I'll be like Alan Rickman. I'm like, dude, you know what? I need to be 
pizza maker. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Maybe I'll make the greatest pizza in yeah. the world, and I'll be the best pizza maker. I'll be the new Papa John. <laughs> Papa Eddie. <laughs> but, I mean, anyways, I'm getting lost in what I'm talking about now. Speaking of stuff you like to do, uh, did you talk about the documentary? Oh, so, yeah, there's a... All right, so from what I talked about um, in the podcast about my music, I briefly mentioned that I released an EP, uh, my very first CD, back in December of 2016. And it's available on Spotify. Um, you can get it on Bandcamp and all that, and Apple Music, iTunes. What do uh, we look up? Look at my name, Eddie Felix, E-D-I-F-E-L-I-X. So you can check out my album there. It's called Strangers. However, uh, recently my buddy Spencer, he is also an aspiring filmmaker and he's really good. He made a documentary about the night of my EP release show, which was a very stressful, hectic, chaotic yeah. day for me because there was so much going through my mind. I just want everything to be perfect and go well. And you know, it did, but he made like a 43 minute documentary film just about my day. And it's really cool. Cause I was watching it. I felt like I was watching a home movie that I, there's a lot of things I forgot that happened that day, but, I mean, the purpose of it is just to follow me from, you know, early afternoon to the end of the night after the show. And it's cool seeing me go through all these emotions that you can see, like, there's certain areas in the film where I'm, like, super focused on something. You can tell that I'm nervous or stressed or excited. I do, And then I do the show, and the, the wave of relief that hits me at the end is just, it's really cool to see. But, yeah, Spencer did a really good job. It's called EP, a documentary, and you can look it up on YouTube as well. Well, I'll link it. And, uh, <laughs> I'm going to have Cody, Cody's still managing the whole <laughs> link them. So I'm going to have him link it. So Cody link it, please. And <laughs> yeah, check it out. I mean, it's cool. Um, I play folk music. So if you're into that, that's what all that's about. And yeah, but now uh, he did it for school and, uh, he said he got a good grade, which makes me happy. Really? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So it's his first ever, like, you know, uh, film nice. and I can't wait to see what he does next. You know, I can't wait to see him get better and better, but yeah, no. Thanks for helping me plug that. That's <laughs> <laughs> all good. I think we're going to probably start wrapping up in the next couple minutes. Uh, anything you want to talk about? Anything happened this past week that is pretty crazy that you want to share with us? Uh, no. I don't know how to bring up what happened last night with all the cops. Oh, so, all right. Last night we went out. We went downtown uh, for my birthday. I just wanted to go downtown with my friends. I just want to spend time with my friends. That's it. And I feel like downtown's a good enough setting. So we get there, we're at the first bar, we're sitting on the patio, it's like nighttime, and we hear sirens in the distance of police cars. We thought it was an ambulance. Which, it's not something too, like, big, where there's always going to be, like... Yeah, I mean... Every once in a while, there's going to be, like, a cop with a siren downtown. Sure, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's a yeah. thing that happens downtown. Yeah. But we heard a siren. I think someone said it was an ambulance, because someone got decked in the face, like, in the parking lot uh, behind the building. And we see a cop, we're like, oh, and they're like, oh, wait, no, there's another. Oh, wait, there's another cop. Oh, and all these lights are just coming. It's like a parade of cops, literally. <laughs> One after the other. Even the two security guards on bikes yeah. that patrol downtown were just zooming. And we're like, what the heck happened? It's like just out of view to where... We can't really see yeah. where they're going to. Mm-hmm. Nope. But eventually... So we were in front of a building. And, and there's like tw- they went 10 to, the to 12 cop cars yeah. uh, all flooded in one little street next yeah. to us. And... uh it was at least like I want to say like thirteen cop cars. Yeah, like it was ridiculous. Yeah, uh, we later found out that uh, 
a patrol was following a stolen vehicle, uh-huh. and they were trying to block him off. So they used 13 cop cars to block him off? Yeah, they used 13 cop cars to block him <laughs> off. Because I feel like everybody got the call, and they were like, oh, gosh, like they're going to need me. <laughs> that, I wonder if that happens. Because like, obviously, like you know, they'll send out, like, okay, dispatch, you know, like mm-hmm. this cop car, this cop car, this cop car, you go check it out. Yeah. But you think the people at the office were just having a field day, like, get them all down there. Yeah. <laughs> like, what kind of car was it? Like, geez. It was a Jeep. Jeep. Oh, you know what? We parked next to that Jeep, too. Oh my god! And uh, it was it was pretty funny because like at one point like a cop, a cop like was about to drive in, noticed how many cops there was, and just drove off. Again. He's probably like, just like, dude, come <laughs> on, like, don't need me. I joked that like that'd be me if I was a cop, where I'd wait like a good ten minutes before like just never do anything. showing up anywhere. Like, oh, oh, you guys already solved the murder. Okay, <laughs> Carlos, what did you do this month? You just wasted gas. I'll see. I'll see you guys at Winchell's. <laughs> <laughs> and uh. The police are uh, Metro. Yeah. And we have a place called Metro Pizza. <laughs> and uh, made the joke. <laughs> and as we were all standing there trying to figure out like why the cops were there, mm. I just shot, oh, man, I called the wrong Metro. <laughs> I, called, I meant to call Metro Pizza, my bad. <laughs> 13 cop cars showed up. So, yeah, all the cops showed up for my birthday, which is really nice. <laughs> and, yeah, we had a good night. It was a good time. So, Eddie, any last words? Ooh, I've never been asked that question before. No. Has that always been, like, a guest? Usually. Um, well, whenever it's me and Cody, I would just kind of be like, all right, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nothing. Um, follow your dreams. Do it now. Uh, sports. That's the only time you're ever going to hear me talk <laughs> yeah, about sports. we started talking about sports, and then we started talking about our dreams and, like, yeah, goals. Yeah, pretty deep, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's how conversations are, though. It's just there's two microphones. With you, That's so. what happens when we have chest talk, like, late. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, next episode for sure. Uh, next episode for sure, we're going to have Cody back on <laughs> and maybe a guest or two. We will definitely be back playing chess. And, Carlos, thank you for coming on, man. Yeah, Appreciate it, Pet Detective. <laughs> I like now, Ace Ventura, apparently. <laughs> Carlos and I are going to go get some food. But that's our little chillax version of chess talk this week. No chess. Chess talk. Hold the chess. (laughs) All right. Bye.